Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. So, how are you? <laughs> well, well, I'm really good, actually. I'm currently sitting in a tiny little studio at the Heart offices in Leicester Square. Oh. I've just come off air. I've done a little bit of um, stuff for the Facebook page filming. And now I'm here and I'm stuffing down my lunch, eating some biscuits and chatting to you. My oh, favourite person. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm actually so jealous seeing your videos, being dressed up and going into work every day. Oh, and I miss it. I miss that oh. life. I miss oh. it. I mean, I've not done it now for, I mean, how, I don't know, when when I went on maternity leave from my job. Last year, May, May, May last year, yeah. May last year. And I used to love that, getting up, getting on the tube, listening to a podcast. Yeah. Do you know what? It has been really, really lovely. Like my first day on Monday, I felt like I was like, a scene out of Sex in the City, like Sarah Jessica Barter, like trick trotting across the bridge. Then, of course, I got my heel stuck and ripped it. So yeah. that, that was hilarious. <laughs> I put coffee down myself the last two mornings. Oh, um, okay. So, I mean, it looks quite glamorous, but in in actual fact, it's a bit of um, it's a bit of a joke. <laughs> I'm not used to walking in heels, and I'm like, I'm this. You know, there are some really clever women who pack trainers in their bags and switch yeah. them up. And, I just haven't done that because I'm like, no, I'm going to spend the whole day in heels. And when I get home, Doz is like, what is up with your feet? I'm like, those are blisters. But um, I have loved every second of it. And I've got a whole summer of this. So you're going to see more outfits and more broken heels. (laughs) (laughs) And more broken feet by the sound of it. Um, And we had such a win in the house um, last night. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yes. So what happened? Because you used to use a grow clock, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, you did. And then what, Luna was just not into it anymore. I think she was too young. And when yeah. I said we used to use it, I think we started too too early. She was only like, what, oh, two, and, two and a half? I don't think she really understood it. Well, she didn't. Yeah. Um, and when one night I could just hear her like launching it across the room and it just hit the front of the wall. I was like, oh, this isn't going very well. Um, but last night we talked her through it. Her and Isla set it up together. We were talking about the stars and the moon. And then I was saying, you know, you need to stay in your bed and wait for the sun to come up. I actually think I set it a little bit late because she said that she woke up ages ago, but she just lay there and she came in at so 24. I set it for half past six. So tomorrow morning, I'm going to set it for a little bit earlier because, but she was so pleased with herself, Georgia. That's so good. That's, uh, do you know what? Axel has a grow clock. We don't always use it. Oh. Um, but he, if he sees the sun come up on it, he's like, 
buzz him with his life like (laughs) (laughs) I know know, I'm just thinking in my head yeah like that's just really what you should be doing every day but anyway let's just let's just yeah okay you can have it well done Axel yeah (laughs) I know but it's the little sense of achievement because if you have a child that's not a big sleeper you know, and they—they not that we're bollocking her every morning, but we are quite like, you woke us up four times. Why? Why? You know, there's a bit of that going on. And she, you know, she's only three. She, what does she know? Like, it's not. Yeah, no, I know. I know totally. It's, it's so, it's sleep is, oh God. Well, how so many messages have we had? Hard. I know. Yeah. I know. Why don't they just sleep? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Do you think like horses have the same problem with their foals? Like, yeah, they're like they're... having a chat by the trough. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you think like, yeah, oh, didn't sleep last night, <laughs> galloping around. Like, do you think that happens or is it just us? Like, um, I reckon it happens across the board too. <laughs> I reckon it must do because they're just, just, just any form of offspring and just really unpredictable. You just don't know what's coming. And that's the thing. And I think that's why I said this morning, when I jump back on to say thank you for all your messages, but also I'm really sorry if you're still in the 4.30, 5.30 club because we might be back there next week. We might yeah. be back there tomorrow morning, and I think that's why it's so hard, isn't it? Because you make a little breakthrough and you have to celebrate the win, but then everything just gets fucked up again. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that's the thing. You have got to, you've got to celebrate the wins and you've got to enjoy all of that, you know, all of that time when it's going well. Now, how's um, your life over there? Tell me your news. How's life? Um, it's fine. I think... Th- briefly mentioned this in our chat but Axel has his school induction next week which yes. is so weird um so there's like been lots of ordering uniform and all of that kind of stuff and talking to him about it but actually I'm going to change a tack I'm going to change tack now because I think he's getting bored of talking about it oh is he yeah <laughs> and he's literally looking at me like what just like shut up I've basically completed school now because you've <laughs> talked me through every single element of it are you worried <laughs> No, I was I was a little bit worried because he's obviously so young. Like he's um his birthday's on the thirteenth of August and he starts the beginning of September. So he's just mm. four. So he'll probably be the youngest in the year. Mm. Um but then I don't know, like I've spoken to a couple of other mums that are in um, the same class and we've met up with some of the kids and actually I don't really see a difference. So yeah, um good. yeah, no, I think it'll be fine. It's just weird, isn't it? It's it's like selfish it's selfish things like I think for like as soon as they start school, it's like you can't just go off on holiday or I know we can't really, you know, do that so much at the moment, but you used to be able to just decide you could go on holiday, you know, in the middle of the term. Yeah. Yeah, And just, I don't know, little things like, yeah, just homework and remembering the book bag and, oh God, all of that kind of stuff. It's come around really quick because it is quick because it has, you know, it has been a short amount of time in comparison. Um, So like you've got a whole nother year, but our kids are only a few weeks apart. So it has, you know, it is a, it is a quick. Say, yeah, you say that and absolutely. But Luna's going to be starting preschool in September and she's going four and a half days a week. So yeah. I had to order her uniform yesterday. She's got a little uniform for a preschool. Mm. It's exactly the same time. Like it's 8.15 until quarter past three, I think it is. And yeah. like, you know, it feels like she's starting. It's yeah. like, it's going to be slightly different when she gets there. But like, I felt quite sad the other night because yeah, I just got this pang of her not being around. And because I work at the weekends, what on a Friday afternoon? And that's like breaking my heart at the moment. I'm really going through it. So yeah. I don't know how long I can carry on working at the weekends more because I want to see my kids, you know. But anyway, that is a separate conversation for another time. It is, time. it is, absolutely. It's, it's all different. It's all change. And I think, yeah, we're not very good at change. 
<laughs> no, no. And I think it's always as the summer approaches, you know, the yeah. change is going to happen. And I think it's going to be like that, you know, for parents, particularly mm. for years, because every September is like a new, a new start, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and so somebody yeah. that's been, been talking, well, we, her, we actually grabbed her yesterday, didn't we, for this yes. episode. And she was kind of talking about the fact that her youngest uh, River is going to be starting school, and yeah, I mean, it she's was an done amazing it. Yeah, chat, wasn't it? it was a great chat, and she's done this multiple times before, but still has all of the same feelings that we do about starting school. Yeah. Um, which is, quite, I think, that's quite nice to hear that every single child, it still feels like a new, you know, a new process and a new yeah. thing. Yeah, and still the worries come up, and exactly. still feeling anxious about a few things. But yeah, we um, we are really over the moon to be chatting to Jules Oliver again on this week's podcast because she's been on the podcast before she was in fact one of our very first guests about two years ago and we chatted her about travel this week's chat um, is much more of a broad look at her life as a mother and you know all the separate different kind of personality traits with her kids how she feels about raising the boys and the girls her relationship with Jamie she obviously talked us through the time that she met him but we got we got an exclusive, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We'll let you listen to it. But <laughs> you're either going to think, oh, my gosh, that's so soppy and ridiculous, or your heart is going to melt. If there's some men listening or some <laughs> tough women listening, then, yeah, they'll be like, oh, that is so soppy. But, my, you know, like us, like we both did. We both melted, didn't we? Yeah, so. we melted. And also some sad news in there as well. We'll let her tell you that. But, um, overall it was a wonderful chat with a wonderful woman so we should get into it today's guest is Jules Oliver no swearing now well, you can <laughs> swear this is the perfect way to start the podcast because today's guest has just said to us right that's it no swearing and I said no you can swear so I'm really hoping it does today this is the second time for this wonderful lady uh, to come on to the podcast we're absolutely over the moon mum to five she is married to one of the most well-known chefs in the country a children's wear designer in her own right today's guest is a very lovely Jules Oliver welcome back Yay! Yay. <laughs> it's so nice to have you back because when you came on before we'd literally just started the yeah podcast. I remember I know and I was so you were my first podcast and it was all so weird in that room with the ears and uh, yeah yeah it was all so weird so it's nice actually it's quite nice that I'm in my I'm in my dressing room on the floor with the door shut hiding so that's quite nice, nice. yeah that's, that's nice. the best place to hide as a mum like you literally find anywhere that you can and just go low yeah. You know, yeah, I am. I'm actually so low. Maybe it's because I'm scared of technology, but my head's in the computer. But no one's going to find me. It's fine. <laughs> um, how's lockdown doing for you? How are you and the family? How are the kids? Tell us. Yeah, the kids are good. Um, I quite, or dare I say, in the, you know that you know, in, I quite like lockdown because we were all together. I hated what it was all about, and I spent a lot of time crying and laughing and being slightly hysterical about everything. But as it kind of time went on, I really enjoyed it because I knew. That I had that time with Poppy, which I never thought I'd have before she went to university. So I feel really blessed on that side, mm-hmm. but I've just hated everything else about the whole thing. I found the whole thing quite horrific and I still do. I still find it really hard to kind of be normal, but I yeah. suppose in time that will change, I hope. Yeah, it will come. Who's, who's found it the hard, the hardest out of all of your children? Oh my God, like Daisy. staying at home. Daisy, Daisy, number two. Yeah, she she did really well. She managed eight weeks with us like it was a trial. 
and uh, she kind of just paced the hallways at midnight on FaceTime or house party and that's how she got through it but um, as soon as it, you're allowed to see one person she was gone I just <laughs> she was back up seeing friends, 17 you know. isn't she so yeah, she's, she's at that age yeah. yeah where yeah. it's quite hard for her and obviously like seeing friends and everything that's kind of her life isn't it completely and she's really social so uh yeah she really struggled but you know she had some there were some fun times you know a couple of board games and a couple of you know glasses of wine that we let her have and she was loving it so uh it was still pleasant with her as well what what do yeah. the olivers do in lockdown like what does what does a day look like for oh, you well, i imagine you kind of sitting around playing board games a bit of cards you know glass of red wine <laughs> and just like it's rocky for everyone jamie comes in is that no. no, so the main focus is definitely food. It's also what you have breakfast, what you have, you know, food, 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 lots of eating, loads of arguing, loads of laughing, and just loads of outside stuff, but nothing, yeah, nothing. And then the occasional board game. I suppose in like three months, we play two two games, but you keep talking about it. Should we do that tonight? And then no one does it. Should we no, guess you know, Everyone just goes to their rooms on their phone and everyone just, you know, does on Instagram and then it's time for bed. So it's kind of, the idea was there. But uh, thank God the weather was nice. We were outside having barbecues and it was all around food, as yeah. you can imagine. It's just cliche, but it was. And you were nice. saying as well how lovely it was to have Jamie there in the evenings because obviously there was, you know, the restaurants oh. closed and he, he's around. So even though, does he do bath time? Does he get involved? Yeah, he loves it. He's a real, yeah, he'll do it. If I say, oh, Jamie, I just feel so tired. I just have to do that kind of, it's not fake. Dare I say it, if you ever listen to this, you probably won't. <laughs> but he just goes, no, I've them on it. And I think, yeah, you go, off you go. So he does, he does bath in the morning. He'd, he'd do anything I ask as long as he's not working. So oh, I am actually really brilliant. lucky. So uh, yeah, he did loads of stuff for me while lockdown was on. Oh, and you've got River starting school in September, the same as yes. Axel. And obviously you've been through this quite a few times before. So have you got any tips for us? You know, Crikey. No, do you know, the funny thing is it's like all over again for me. I hate to be boring, but I don't think I have because the WhatsApp's just started for our class. And I'm thinking, oh, it starts all yeah. over again and we make play dates. And I just feel like I'm being transported back 15 years and I d- <laughs> nothing's really changed. I mean, you know, every time you, the first day is always very emotional. Maybe yeah. on this one, I'll just be like, see you, bye. And then I might <laughs> run so fast. But I just, I don't know. I just, there are no tips really. I just think it, it's different for every child as well. So, so two of my children hated it. You know, one of them really loved it. So it just have to go with the flow. How do you think yeah. you're going to get on, Jules? I don't know. He's a funny little boy. I don't know. I, I really don't know. He's, he really loves girls. You know, he doesn't really like yeah. boys, as in boys playing with boys. And he's going to an all-boys school, which is a bit worrying. And he dresses up. He loves, he wears a dress every day. Uh, you know, I, I know it's, I'm not revealing anything. I just think that he's he's kind of, he's the most different. I've never met a child like him. So yeah. he's theatrical, interesting, totally like a little girl. And it's so funny because him and Bud get on really well. But it's just, you know, Bud is a real boy. And he's like kind of, kind of a real little girl, but a boy. So I don't know. I have no idea. I just hope they have frozen dresses in the dress up box in an all boys school. <laughs> or we really not have to move in. <laughs> he's just a and character. Has he, and has he been at nursery or is this sort of his first uh, first time in sort of like a setting with lots of other kids? Yeah, he went to, to do you know Forest School? That school's all outside yeah. in the forest. Yeah. Yeah, he went to Forest School and he, he loved it actually. He was kind of, I did, I barely used to send him because I quite liked him being around and I thought, oh no, I won't bother. So he kind of went two mornings a week and he did quite like it he got stuck in it was real muddy you know messy play which is, he quite enjoyed so he does know how he's quite okay with leave me and he's really good with other other people so yeah. we'll just see I just I don't know about Axel but you know you just don't know it could go either way and I'm thinking I'm so worried I just want him to really enjoy it so I can just relax 
it feels like a lot of pressure yes. like to get it right. We were just saying before, like we've both spoken to them about it so much that they're almost over it now. They're yeah. like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever, it's school. I, you know, I don't want to go anymore. You yeah, like I think they sense, they're so bloody clever. I think they sense like mum's really excited. I don't really want to do this. And I just I just know because I can see, I think I have to must do reverse psychology. I must just go. So now I've, I showed him the uniform. He doesn't like it. And I thought, right, I'm putting it away. I don't, I'm not going to worry about it because it's, you know, good six weeks to go. Yeah, I'll just put it on and I would just take him on day one and if he's screaming I'll leave him there with the teacher and she can deal with it it's gonna be fine it's fine absolutely I mean this is this is obviously your fifth and fifth and maybe final child because when you came on the podcast you were saying to us that you were contemplating slash you were like you really wanted to go for a sixth Six I really do I really do but you know I've just had three miscarriages since then and I'm just oh, thinking oh. I know and you know recent one like three weeks ago and I'm thinking no I don't I, d- I don't know I do want to but I've got to just mentally check that it's a good idea to do it. and also physically because I am 45 as I always say yes yeah. I'm nearly 46 so it's kind of it's a little bit dodgy but you know Jamie's doesn't he's kind of still up for it kind of not really so I think I haven't got long maybe another year and then I really will just I'll shut that chapter off because I am very happy and I'm you know I do I, I'm pretty full up at the moment as it is but mm. just that little baby is it's, you know it's a terrible thing to what keep wanting something but you, just, you can't help it I assume it will stop you, you've just spoken quite kind of freely about the fact that you've had your miscarriages but how has that been for you because I haven't heard you talk about it before so it must have yeah you know, well no, because I went Jamie yeah. Well, I went to see the doctor actually the other day and he, and he said, and how are he doing all the chit chat? He went, how are you mentally? And I went, I thought about it. I thought, well, you know, this is a fifth one now, kind of two before River. So, yes, yeah. and three. So I just think, well, no, because they're quite, and they're early ones. There are six, so far they've been six and a half weeks. The last two were. So I just right. feel I didn't really get a chance. I'm really good at going, right, I'm pregnant, but it won't work. So I'm just going to carry on. Whereas everyone gets really into it, but I, I really have learned to not because I kind of, not very positive about it so I I you know I think I feel okay I feel okay because I also feel I'm so lucky I mean had this been my if I was trying for number one I don't know how I don't know how women do it and keep doing it I just yeah I think they're so incredible and I think I would keep doing it if I really but you know I just feel like actually I have got five so shut up and you know onto the school run it is hard I'm sure it affects you mentally and I'm sure maybe down the line I might have to address it but at the moment I actually I feel okay about it and I think it's really important to talk about it because uh, it's weird if you don't. It just doesn't make sense if you just keep it quiet. So just say it anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, uh, George and I, we, we really agree with that, don't we? That it's one of those things that, you you know, you have to keep such a secret when you're pregnant. You're not supposed to tell people yeah. for your 12 weeks. And then God forbid you have a miscarriage. Who do you turn yeah. to when you need the support? Yeah, exactly. And you kind of end up just saying it anyway. So you spend the whole time being quiet. Then you go, oh, oh, by the way, I kind of, and I just, I end up kind of WhatsApping about 10 friends thinking, God, I wouldn't have said it otherwise, but I just feel I have to say it now because I I can't mm. go out to the pub tonight because this has happened. And it, it just feels better to say it and then move on. Otherwise, it's yeah. a massive thing in your life that you keep quiet from your best friends. It's all your family is a bit weird. Yeah. So. And so, but you've said, obviously, you've had quite a few miscarriages. Did you get to the stage where you stopped telling people that you were pregnant or yes. you just carried on? You yeah. have, yeah. No, I did because I thought, no, and also my age, I know, but, and also people, you know, people's funny views, like you've got five, so you, therefore you shouldn't be really trying, you know, you get all sorts of, there's all sorts of things thrown at you. And also family, you've had, if I, I did have a pretty 
dangerous one I think it's the second one which was, was really dangerous for myself so my family don't want me to do it again because I think like you've got well, you don't need to do it again you've got five they you know you've got healthy children just be grateful I know that it doesn't say it like that but that's what they mean I understand mm. because my life is more important but so I kind of sometimes may not tell the sisters because I don't want to hurt their feeling normally because I'd, I'd rather just say it three months ta-da but yeah know, I haven't quite got there yet but I'd rather just not say because I know they'd be they'd be worried about me and that's not what I want to stress especially during lockdown telling my mum would have well especially as I couldn't see her, it would have yeah. really upset her. So I just kept that quiet. As she knows now, but, you know, at the time I didn't tell her. What do you think it is about having a big family that you love so much? Oh, I don't know, because there's so much laughter. I mean, there's so much, obviously, and there's so much arguments and drama, but there's just so, you. the times are in the table, I think I always say this, and they're all laughing together. And as a mum, you step back and think, oh, yeah, that, I did good. doesn't matter where these kids came from, adopted, wherever, wherever they are, if you've got that table full of, like, happy people and they're laughing and they've got, I don't know, they just bring so much joy that I just, yeah. I think that's it. I just love them all around. And I think about how it will expand with husbands and children. And I get quite excited about that. I think, you know, that's going to be amazing. It's a real gift. I was just going to say, obviously you've had, you know, five children and they're all very, you know, every child is different. Have you found that your parenting sort of style differs between different children? So my number one always says, you're so easy on number two. You let her get away with everything. But then number one, you learn everything. Number yeah. two, number two generally tend to be a bit more feisty. So then you have to kind of back down a bit. And, you know, obviously then number three, she's just copying from the other two so I have to kind of crack down on her and then number four is a boy so of course like we were saying completely different start you know I'm different with him than the girls and then number yeah. five is a little kind of little crazy kid so I think yeah they're all parented differently even I try and keep the same morals and thing under the same umbrella sort of thing but it's really hard you can't make them all the same it's impossible no. yeah. there's a lot of chat about kind of middle child syndrome we always hear it don't we oh yeah mm. well you know they're a middle child and oh yeah a bit tricky because you know they, they're, they're the middle one and I, I have a daughter who goes you know Luna goes from being top dog in the family to when her sister comes when Isla comes she goes from being number one to number two so we're going through yeah. some really interesting behavioral stuff that when Isla's not here Luna you know misses her dreadfully but feels mm. confident in the fact that she is kind of faster than Kit and she's stronger than Kit and da, da, da. and then when Isla comes she's got to compete with this older sibling yeah, so yeah. do, do you find a difference between um you know the, the elder and the youngest I think you can get away with a lot more and then the kids in the middle definitely I mean even my 18 year old will say you know she sounds so funny she says it's not fair you just care about buddy more and I say but oh my god you're 18 why do you even care why do you care just because I've given him a sweet it doesn't matter just he's so kind so there is and there's all there's always competition between all of them like you just care about him more you care about her more you let her do that and I went out at nine o'clock now your curfew's later and I think oh I don't know I need a book I can't remember what I did I just <laughs> time's gone and I've you know so I've got older and I can't be bothered so I've kind of bit less lazy parenting so you know everything's just changed from when I was 26 to now being 45 so, yeah. you know, I can't do the same things I did at 26. So, yeah. I can't yeah. believe that you and Jamie have been together since you were 26. Can you please tell us how you met and what that moment no, was like? like since 18. Guys. So, 17, I met him and I thought he was fine, didn't think much. And then suddenly I went to go and watch him play drums. We got invited to this big kind of, we got on a bus and we went to the local thing in Harlow and listened to him play drums. And uh, I thought, my God, he's quite sexy. And then you had that start something off. And I thought, yeah, I've got to have him, got to have him. It was a mission. And then, of course, I got him, obviously. And I was 18. And then we've been together ever since. So we've never broken up or anything. We've just kind of been on this little journey. So it's yeah. crazy. My goodness. And since you were 18, what, 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 like, how did you, uh, you, you said you met on a bus. Was that through a friend? Did somebody, did somebody set you up? 
No, so I went, he went to an all boys school. I went to a mixed school and then did my GCSEs and I, I did quite well. So I thought, oh, I'll go to my A-levels and I'll go to this boys school because obviously for obvious reasons. So I went to this boys school and it was the best two years of my life. And then he came back to visit friends because he'd gone to Caterham College. And that's when I, as soon as he walked in the room, I went, oh my God, Jamie's here. Oh my God. It was like, you know, the Beatles had arrived. So I thought I've got to have a bit of this. I've got to see. So I kind of made it my mission and, uh, and it worked. But he did say, there's, well, his story is that he, he'd always liked me and he, he was on his bed and his bed's got like a skylight. He'll die that I've told you this. And he used to watch <laughs> shooting stars. Maybe when he was like 16. He said, if three shooting stars goes by, I'm going to marry Juliet Norton. Which was <gasps> three shooting stars went by and two years later we were dating. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> it's so bloody romantic. I'm like bloody hell. You made me do it. Perhaps I would have gone with someone else. You made me do it. That's it. That's <laughs> incredible. What an incredible story. He's going to cringe when he hears that. That's amazing. Okay, well, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. So we'll be back right after this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Now, let's pick up where we left off with our wonderful guest. You touched on the fact that you think boys are different, you know, to raise. Just talk us through, like, the differences you found, especially with Buddy and the girls. Oh, I just think, so if you have friends around for lunch or coffee, boys don't really let you, well, I find my boys don't really let me talk. They'll be like, it's either noisy, jumping sofas, more time and yeah. accident emergency than necessary. Very kind of on, you know, not settled, trampoline to this, to that, to this, and kind yeah. of mum, mum. Whereas girls, although girls can be very annoying like that, mum, mum, but they do the, it's horrible to say, but they do the teapots. It's quite classic. They have tea parties, they do drawing. Though I would, I was, I was allowed to take them to cafes and they'd be normal. Whereas I could never take Buddy and I'd never take River to like meet friends because it just, I wouldn't get anything, I wouldn't speak. So yeah. boys are just very loud and they're, they're, they're boisterous loud and, you know, and they're annoying. Yeah but in a, in a lovely way, obviously. They're annoying to the sisters. They, you know, Buddy drives them mad just because he's very loud. That's it. Somebody asked me the other day um, how I feel about um, the girls and how I feel about Kit. 
And I said, oh, what do you mean? Or what do you mean, how do I feel? Well, is the love different? That's what somebody asked me that question. And I thought about it. And I said, of course, the love is exactly the same because you love your children. Yeah. And you have all this abundance of love for them. But yeah. I kind of feel like I'm having a love affair with my son. Yes. And that's a really fucked up thing to say, right? <laughs> I don't mean that. I know. I don't know what you mean. mean it's the like, yeah. weirdest thing for me because it's the, the, the only male energy that I have in my life that is not sexual. You look at yeah. like, obviously I have friends and that's fine but then I have my my romance my love with Dozer but then I have this energy that is completely platonic but it's weird because it's like I just want to eat him up and like completely yeah. engulf him in love yeah. and like when he kisses me I'm like I feel I don't know is that do you feel the same? No, though? I do. I do. Do you, George? Yeah. I do. Yeah, I was going to say that. My husband rolls his eyes at how I treat <laughs> Axel. Like, I would never be like this with anybody else. I just, I kiss his cheeks. I just cuddle I him. Know. And sometimes I, I, I say to him, oh, Axel, thank you for letting me be your mum. <laughs> <laughs> he literally look at me like, what the hell? I think it's because he tries to avoid me that it makes me like him even more. Oh, bad boy. <laughs> yeah. He tries to keep me at a distance, yes. and that just makes me want to love him even more. <laughs> I'm glad, but this clearly, is, this clearly is a thing, then it's not, because if we all feel the same way, and I know my WhatsApp mums, we all say the same thing, and it is, we, it's like mummy's boys, that's how they develop, because you just want to do everything for them, because you just, they're just so lovely boys are, but they are much more cuddly, to be fair, so they're very, very affectionate. Mm, I don't know when yeah. that stops. I'm sure that I've got maybe a, a year left of that. But you know, for now, I'm taking everything I can because they don't mind. They're not. They haven't got any embarrassment to cuddle you or. Yeah. So I don't know. It oh. is lovely. Do you <laughs> ever lovely. think about the moment? Do you ever think about the moment that they might meet somebody and how mm. you might feel? Because this is a very this is a very real emotion that happens. I think between mothers and sons that you know. Yeah. You, you, what do, what's the phrase? Is that you have a daughter for life, but you have a son yeah. before they meet his wife or. You know, yeah, a daughter's a daughter for life, a son's a son till he gets a wife. Or, yeah, or, oh, or that that's, breaks my heart. On that. that's, not, that's not good. I think I'd be a really good mum in law, I think I'd be really nice, but oh, I don't know. But she's got to treat him right, or I'm gonna have to pull her aside. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think about it a lot. I do, I do, because I don't want to get it wrong. I mean, you do not want to be that yeah. mother that, no. that is standing there on your son's wedding day and looking at their partner and going, <sighs> Yeah, and she yeah. senses it too. You want her to love you as well, so that you, she comes for Sunday lunch and doesn't choose to go to the mother's. If yes. she come to me, I want him with yeah. me, and I'll, I'll be. You know, if he doesn't join me at Christmas, I feel really peed off about that. Well, you know, it's got to be on year off, Jules. You can't have them all. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Unless we invite their family. Yeah, that's what we'll do. <laughs> we all sound like absolute nutters. Oh, God, do we? Do you know what? No, I, we don't. I mean, it's, obviously, it's clearly normal if we all feel exactly yeah, the it's same. Fine, it's fine. I was I was reading um, earlier just about, you know, raising boys and raising girls. And um, there was some research that showed that if you live in a house where um, the mum and the dad do equal chores, so they do, you know, what, you know, the cooking and cleaning is sort of, is shared between them then the boys grow up to do that with their partners going forward mm -hmm. do you, would you say it's like that in your house or is it a bit unbalanced in my house oh no no I think Buddy's got a very good view because Jamie this is going to sound so cheesy no I can't get not worships me when he's there but he'll do everything for me so Buddy and he goes watch watch me son this is what you're going to do for your wife he actually says it so you'll make her a cappuccino oh. you will massage her feet I think it's just to shut me up. I don't think, I think it's literally, if you want a happy life, that's so corny, but you know, just keep her happy. And it was actually quite true because it does make me feel really happy. And I think, but and Buddy always goes, mum, do you want a coffee? You know, he does what he does. And I think it's just by leading by what Jamie does. 
that's some keeping up. Um, Buddy, Buddy's become something of a bit of a kind of Instagram star at the moment. Talk to us about all of the cooking that he's doing on Instagram. He's just like his dad. I know, I know. He just does, whenever he's got a free moment, Jamie will just kind of, we've got little setups in our house in Essex where they can cook outside and he'll just go, okay, I'll do it. It's not like he says, can we do it? He'll just go, yeah, sure. It's just the way he is. It's very easy anyway. So they just do it and then it's done. And then, I mean, the other day someone said their daughter was in love with him. So I said to Buddy, look, look at this. So let's go look at her Instagram. I went, oh, she's 10. Yeah, she's lovely. And he went so ready. He went, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I said, I'm going to call you. I just said, you're kind of hot property for the girls. And he was, oh, he was dying. So I, I think he's kind of slightly understanding, but luckily he hasn't got, he hasn't got a phone or anything. So he doesn't really keep track of how popular he might be. Is that something that you're pushing or are you just kind of supporting his decisions on that? Or would you like him to, to, to follow in his dad's footsteps? Well, I don't, he wants to be a rugby player. So I don't know. He, mm. You know, Jamie, Jamie would love, I mean, you know, you would, he, Jamie would love him to do it. But, but I've spoke to Buddy before in the car and he says, I kind of like it, but I mean, I don't know if I love it. I think I want to do rugby. So you just leave it. If yeah. he feels like doing it and he feels like doing it, Petal will get involved. He feels like he'll do it with River. And if he doesn't feel yeah. like he just won't do it. So, and they don't always come up. So sometimes he'll just won't do it for a couple of months. And then sometimes, you know, he'll do three or four in a row. Yeah, so, um, and are the girls interested in cooking, or is it just no, no, just no. him? No, really, it's just him. He doesn't. He's the only one that can. He's quite competent, so he can chop. Yeah. And he doesn't. He can do. He does rivers breakfasts. He's really oh. kind of. He's really bloody helpful. Oh. So when and he hasn't been here. He's been with Jamie filming in Essex, and I've been up here with the girls while they finish school. And I just I've lost the nanny. I've lost my male <laughs> manny because he does. He gets River up. He puts Peppa Pig on. Then he does breakfast while I maybe do a, a exercise class. Or this is like six thirty yeah. in the morning. And then, you know, he kind of keeps him safe while I, while I come down and it, it's amazing. So without him, I haven't been able to do anything. Wow. He sounds like a really sorted 10-year-old. I love yeah. that. Can he come to my house? Yeah. He might, but I'm saying, Georgia, oh, give him the hormones. That. Yeah, but he might change with the hormones and he'll start, you know, he, but you never know. I've, I've seen hormones change people in this house. and It's frightening. <laughs> so I'm not going to get confident about it. You're talking about those three teenage girls that you've got, are you? Right. I mean, um, yeah, well, two, one almost, one 11-year-old and then the rest are, yes. are teenagers. Oh. Now, let's talk about um, your relationship with River. And you kind of touched on the fact that, you know, he's wearing dresses every day and that he's, he's yeah. a little boy, but he's, he's kind of, I mean, how, how would you kind of describe this moment that he's going through in his life? I don't know. I mean, everyone keeps saying to me, it's just a phase. And I'm kind of, I just yeah. want to get it right for him because I don't want him, it's so hard because, you know, I want to go out. I don't actually care if he wears a dress. It doesn't bother me. But of course, I think, well, what if in later years when he's six or seven and then people take the mickey out of him? So mm. I want, so it's hard. So we have this little, I feel so bad. So like, not today, you're going to wear trousers. And his face drops. And I think, oh no, okay, no, you can put a dress over the trousers. <laughs> so we've got, I think we are dangerously close we're just very very he sleeps with us which i which i don't yeah, like but he just does that is he co-sleeping oh i i i don't know about like you i've heard you say i hate co-sleeping but like he's the only child that just does not let go he's a limpet stuck to me day in day out so oh. i think and he's very very affectionate and cuddly and very warm so i think well so kind of he's like my best he's a bit like my best mate but equally he drives me insane so you need to yeah. have breaks from him because he's just a full-on he's like a full-on child and I think being the fifth one, you know, he fight. He's he's the noisiest one, and they're they're all kind of bow down to his every whim, and that's why he just gets what yeah. he wants. So it's, yeah. it's a difficult situation with a with a, with a last child, or the, you know, that kind of fifth or third child. Yeah. yeah. 
I remember when you came on before, you mentioned how much you loved a routine and, and you know, like you, you sort of had, had followed quite a strict routine. So when did you go from that to then now co-sleeping? Was it always like that with, with River or has it changed? Ah, no, he was an absolute Gina Ford dream. He was all five. My children have been flipping brilliant at that. But then, and I think I, I think I said to you once you were talking about it and I said, oh, just make sure the room's all black. And I was all, oh, look at me. I've got this amazing child. Then he climbed out of his cot and then that was it he just kind of fell out one morning I was like oh never mind back in again and then he didn't stop and didn't stop so I laid on the floor I tried everything and everyone we've had so many sleep nannies around here and then I just thought oh you know it's not going to last forever so just come he comes and he slips in nicely he doesn't make too much of a fuss but I would prefer it I mean it's hard a relationship you can't you know he actually gets in the way of me cuddling Jamie and it's kind of uh, you know it's annoying but I it is quite special you know me and Jamie don't mind you have to weigh up the. You have to weigh up yeah. what it's going to do to them for what it's going to do to you guys. Yes. I guess you guys have been together for such a long time. I, 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 somebody asked me the other day what they think. What I thought the secret was to keeping that connection alive between the two of you, and I said if you can reach over to your partner and do skin yeah. on skin in the morning before you yeah. just just a cuddle and a kiss, and just make sure that that's the first person that you connect with, and you put yeah. your kid second in that moment. So yes. even if they're yeah, co with you to give them a kiss and say good morning, it sets you up for the day. Um, but the yeah. co sleeping thing, some people. Are really either really into it or they absolutely don't want it so it's yeah. just it's just, it's just you know also because he sleeps right he has to be on me practically it's, you know it's uncomfortable my neck hurts my body's not really the same because he makes it it's just not that comfortable I just don't know how people love it I, mean, I love I know why they love it because it's a lovely cozy sleep and all that but I, oh, I don't know yeah I always think how can a little person take up that much room I know they do the splits they've got the most and he does it naked as well so you've got this like long (laughs) it's very hot as well it's very hot and I can feel things in my back I think oh god thank god that's you (laughs) (laughs) what I'm not Jamie saying good morning (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm asleep I'm asleep don't bother don't bother (laughs) it is tricky though and I think it's one of those things that you don't what you don't want or maybe you do want but some people some people definitely don't it's a seven or eight year old in your bed that can't sleep on their own so you have to get to yeah. that point where you go right how are we going to get our space back but then what yeah. do they need I definitely think that some children need more than others yes that, and they're yeah, not completely he's obviously not settled at night for some reason mm, I don't know I'm still I'm still on the thing I keep saying James don't worry I'm going to sort it I'm going to totally go cold turkey and then of course you come to the end of the evening you think oh no I'm not I'm going to put him to bed I'm not going to worry about it so, yeah. I mean, Buddy used to do it every night, but then there was a point you said to Buddy, right, no more. He goes, okay, because he's nine. He just knows that that's a no. Yeah. I just hope the river's not going to fight me at nine. I'm just going to go, okay, mum. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. I nine? Can't worry about it. Five years of doing it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. I don't know. If it, do yours do it? Sorry, that's how bad it is. I wish they would. No, there's no judgment here. I wish they would. Like I, 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 The other night, Kit was really sick in the night, and I was like, oh, I'll just bring him in. He'd, he'd had a pizza, and he can't have cheese. And I was like, oh, he, Dozzle wasn't there. He was at the pub, first night in the pub. That's another story. Um, <laughs> and I thought, oh, he'll just sleep next to me. And he just giggled and laughed and but for four hours he just will oh, not no. they're not used to it and I'm sure you're the same yes they aren't you it's like they're not they're not used to it they don't do it yeah exactly. yeah. yeah yeah I was gonna say so for ages Axel would never sleep in, like, in bed with us and then we had one holiday where we were all obviously sharing a hotel room and his cot was quite close to us and he hated it so then he started sleeping in our bed on the holiday and mm. I loved it I absolutely loved ah. it <laughs> did, he, did he go back Georgia or did he because I would worry yeah. yeah but as soon as we got home I thought oh this is great you know sometimes when James is away or whatever yeah. he's gonna 
he can jump in with me again. But no, absolutely not. He he was back mm. in his own room and didn't didn't want to. And Gigi has never slept in our bed, and I don't think she would. Mm. Like, I don't actually think she would. And it a little bit worries me because sometimes it's easy, you know, like yeah. if you go and stay at somebody's house, yeah, that's true, you yeah. haven't you haven't got to take something with you, or you know, you go to a hotel just for a night. Just not having to take something or ask them to to provide something, something. is yeah. can be easy. It's can't it? Balance, you know? isn't it? It's a bit of one and one yeah. of the other. It's almost like it's not that bad now, or it's gonna. You know, it's a kind of evens out. Yeah, I just think sleep is just so, is so complicated. Yeah, if you, if you could just say to them, just sleep. Just, I know. Just sleep. Like, I just wake up. At, I don't mind. I'll do six. I'll take six thirty. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, but, yeah, but you know, River does five thirty and goes. Is it morning yet? And I think, oh, shut up! Nothing, nothing. I can't wait till winter. Only so we have dark mornings. I mean, it's terrible yeah. to wish away summer, but I just wanted to be. I just can't. It's just so bloody. I get so tired way too early on at night time, and that's that's robbing me of my life. Oh, Jules, we all feel the same way and you are not the only one. When I put it out on our socials, hundreds of messages coming in from people going, I have a child that wakes up between 4.30 and 5.30. It's relentless, morning after morning after morning. And people are like, can you share any tips? I'm like, you just have to go to sleep at 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. And it kills you. You have to change your life, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think like you probably, Jules. We've spoken to so many sleep experts, <laughs> and there's and there's like there's so many techniques for early risers. But I think we've sort of resided ourselves to the fact, haven't we, Zoe, that some kids just like waking up early, and there yeah. isn't really a lot that you can do about it. Yeah, and you just have to ride it out because it just does. Like you know, my teenagers don't get up, so it's just it does just take a turn. Even my eleven-year-old struggles to get up, so I just think, no, hold on, won't take long. Yeah, okay, a few years, yeah. but it does change, and that is just the way it is. But I mean, I'm sure yeah. sleep experts, if they could come around your house and do it for you and I could take a holiday, I'd love that. But it doesn't really work <laughs> like that. You have to do it with them. And I just don't want to do that. So. What yeah, age does it get better, Jules? Because you've obviously got the older kids now. Just tell us, when does it end? Oh, it's just all really quite bad. I don't I haven't seen the ending yet. I suppose I think it's I, but, I don't know. So, sorry. What, like <laughs> it's also, yeah, I reckon about night. The body's age is good because they're still very loving, but also, you know, yeah, I think when you when you reach a 12, 13, you do take that. That's when you start a whole new chapter, which can be exciting and kind oh. of horrendous all at once. But you probably get about two, three years of lovely times and then it goes bad again. <laughs> Oh my goodness! It's like the thing with parenting, isn't it? And we said this the other day that you're never not going to be a parent, and of course we don't want to be no. the best thing that you could ever do with your life, as far as I'm concerned. But it's also the one that brings up the most challenges within you as a person, I believe, and also within your relationship and how you feel yeah. about life and everything that you used to know, and all these things coming up daily. Some days are great, and some days are horrendous. Completely. Yeah. I just don't know what I'm doing with teenagers. I just I keep I even said to say, look, I don't know if I'm doing it right. I don't know. I don't know if you should come back at eleven. Is that right? Look, I don't. I'm just learning, and then I start flipping out, and they look at me saying, oh, whatever. But it's so because I don't. No one knows. No one knows. I couldn't give you advice. You could. You know. No one knows how it just has to go naturally, doesn't it? You just have to do it and just go through it. I just don't want to get yeah. it wrong. I just want, I want them to be, to be really good kids. That's all the main aim is. So oh, I don't know. It's really hard. <laughs> Are you close to your girls? Do you feel like you have a good relationship with them? Yeah, really. Sometimes it, I think ah, it'll be too close that they reveal things. I think, well, no. And it, it does make me laugh. I mean, they, you know, it's like having your best friends with you. But they've got so used to me being open. And also Jamie hasn't been around a lot. So we're able to talk much more freely about girl stuff. So, yeah, yeah. we're really, really close. But then also that can bring some furious arguments, especially with number two, you know. Uh, and how do you feel about the girls on social media? Oh, 
Well, I don't like it, but you know, you can't. I can't control Snapchat because I don't know how it works. If I did, I would, but you can't. Well, I, I can't control an eighteen-year-old anyway. But yeah. you know, if they put up a picture, Jamie, what Jamie does now is just embarrass them. So they'll put a picture of you know, I don't know, a duck face in a mirror or something with maybe something like a low-cut top. <laughs> and just go, and then the caption's something like you know, light and breezy or shade and dark, <laughs> something really. I won't say the word, but twatish. So then Jane will write something really funny underneath, then I'll join in, and then she t- takes it down because we've embarrassed her to the max. But you can't say take it down now. It's too, you know, it's too yeah. much. It's, they, they've got their own minds, but I, I don't particularly like it. But, you know, there could be worse out there, I suppose. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's hard to get that right, isn't it? That relationship between social media so that they know that it is what it is and it can be there. Yeah. And it can be fun and they can kind of find a skill with photography and sharing bits and pieces of their life, but they've just got to be really yes. careful because there is that dark side to it that, you know, it hasn't been around long enough for us to really know what the impacts and effects are, but you can see kind of day to day what it does to kids. And I just, I, I do worry about it for, for my kids as well. I do think yeah. oh, we didn't grow up, did we? We were kind of out. out, uh, out. Yeah. I, think we've got, I think our age group of all our children have got it. I'm really scared for my 11 year olds. I think, you know, Poppy and Daisy just scraped that bit. They just scraped the kind of the hype and now they're in it. They're 18 and they're capable and they're, they're also private. Yeah. They're not public yet, which is really good. But I just really worry about, I just think Petal will be different. I think she'll grow up much quicker than, than she should have really. than she will do. I just think social media, I hate, I hate it so much. I just hate it, but, but we have to have it and there's nothing to stop it. Is there? You can't, TikTok, all that stuff, I, I, I can't stand. Yeah. Are you you not going to get on the TikTok with the whole family? No, Daisy does it. While I'm doing washing up, she'll do, you know, she'll start gyrating. And I, I, I assume it's for a reaction. I don't know what she is. Mum, just look annoyed. And I think, well, I am quite annoyed because you're not helping me. <laughs> but that's the TikTok queen. There's always one person in the house that's a TikTok queen. But no, I, no, I'd never. It's not my thing. It's just, I can't, I don't even do stories because I, I can't work out how to put the, uh, the story's up. Oh, <laughs> we love you. You're more of, you're more of a face-to-face person than a technical person anyway, and that's why you're <laughs> Um And so kind of just wrapping things up, because we could chat to you all day, um, talk to us about your children's wear range and what's happening there. Yeah, so unfortunately, poor old mother care folded, so that was a shame, and then we had a bit of a break. But I kind of, as soon as it folded, I was we were kind of on to the next thing. I was not going to give it up. You know, I didn't want to give Little Bird up because yeah. I really believe in it, and I, you know, I was quite excited actually to maybe start something fresh. So we're kind of building our new collection, and then hopefully we can reveal all and where and how and soon. Maybe get me on again. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, and what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given, or you would give to a new parent? I was asked this the other day. I did another podcast the other day, and I think the only thing I just dishing out advice is hard. I just think. Ty, I, what I always think whenever things are really bad, I just think, okay, this the minutes are going by. This he either he will be in bed or she will be in bed. I'll be having my dinner. Tomorrow's another day. It, the bad times always really pass. So just kind yeah. of you know, just let, I, if anything, I just think when things are really bad, just think deep breath because it's not going to last forever. Whatever we're going through now mm-hmm. won't last forever, and it will get better or you'll sort it out. But because otherwise, every day you just think, oh my god, please just let dinner be over, and, you just, and, it, and it is. And before you know, it, you're having a cappuccino or you're sitting outside with a glass of wine, and, and it's good. Yeah, so yeah. Appreciate Absolutely. the small things, I suppose, and don't worry about the things because the time on the clock is ticking and it's going to pass. Yeah, yeah, it's good advice. Actually, love that. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming back on. We absolutely loved it. And um, can you come on again. Come on again. When you can talk to us about what's going on with the um, with the kids' wear stuff. 
will. Yes, Thank you so much. And we're determined to pin you and Jamie down together as well. We're doing that. Yeah, I know. I know. He just. Yeah. I know. Sorry about last time, but yeah, he's he'd be really good actually. We'd probably be, uh, yeah, he'd be quite good on this. He'd have lots of different advice, especially about teenagers. Yeah, we might. We'd um, love that. We'd love to chat about teenagers. For and sure. he swears royally. So Zoe, <laughs> Zoe, when I watch your stories, I have to turn you down sometimes because I, I can predict what mood you might be in. But I love it because it really makes me laugh. I think, oh, thank God, she's going to swear great. I'll just turn her down though. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Especially on the way to work when it's raining, you're on the way to heart. I think I'll just turn her down. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what's uh, going It's either going to be a, yeah. a story about somebody being sick, peeing. Yes. Or, <laughs> so sorry. Well, same alcohol. It's always the same. I love it. And then George is always about food, so I'll turn her up because she doesn't really swear when she talks about good food. So uh, I do It's freaking entertaining. I don't really right? swear, actually. That's why we work so well. Yeah, you do. You work absolutely brilliantly. I love it. Thank you, Jules. Thanks, Jules. Oh, wow. She is amazing, isn't she? What a lovely person. I know. Do you know what's so nice about getting people back on the podcast as well is it feels like we're just having a chat amongst mates. Yeah. You know, we sort of had had the first chat and we've, we've you know, gone through things like in a, you know, more planned out way. And yeah. then yesterday's chat just felt like, just like we were having a coffee and a natter really and going through our lives. It was lovely. Yeah, agree, completely agree. And I love the fact that she was kind of hiding on the floor. Was she in a in a wardrobe or in like a <laughs> yeah. in an office somewhere on the floor? She's like, I'm just hiding out here. I was like, that vision of her sitting on the floor in one of the rooms in her house, just away from her kids, is brilliant. I know, I know, and I bet she really has to hide because there's a lot of them to hide from. Can you imagine? I find it hard enough hiding from two, let alone yeah. five. <laughs> I um, I thought she was really open as well to talk about her miscarriages. You know, she's had a yeah. really, really tough time recently yeah I think come out and share that with us was amazing yeah I mean she said she had a miscarriage three weeks ago um I mean I've never been through that I don't think you have so but I just to be able to talk so openly about it and I know it's happened before but you know every every experience is probably different I'm guessing but I just yeah I mean it's amazing how she can you know talk so openly about it but I guess yeah but I guess the more we do we do talk about it and we always say this don't we you're made by mothers like the more we hear about these things and the more you know other people are going through it as awful as it is I think a lot of people can find comfort in that um especially when she's you know got five healthy children you can still you know who's to say she doesn't want eight or you know who's to say she can't have eight even all Mm. these miscarriages Mm. are still you know so traumatic and it's a pain to go through a real, yeah. like, as in not oh it's a pain it's a, like it's a pain in your heart it's a, yeah. it, it's losing a child it's exactly. like it doesn't get any easier I think um and I think you could tell that slightly in her voice when she was saying it she was kind of like oh I just keep telling myself that this one's not going to stick and this one's not going to stick and it's like that must be really hard for her to have to keep going and obviously people will say oh well, you've got five happy healthy children exactly. but, well, you know she wants to have another one so yeah, all of our fingers and toes and everything else crossed for her yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Um, and we are going to be doing um, our Friday podcast, um, obviously coming later on in the week, where we're going to be just chatting Georgia and I. So we're not going to do products today, but expect them heading your way on Friday. Yeah, um, absolutely. Always, you can rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. And please do drop us a message at Made by Mummers or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hardman. And do keep sharing how you're listening to the podcast, whether you're out running or you might even be commuting now, which is exciting. Um 
or you know whatever you're doing walking with the baby and um, just let us know and also you can just keep going back into the library of podcasts that we've got we mentioned that we'd obviously had Jules on before but that first series that we did we had Alex Jones on we had Erin McNaught on um, we spoke to Vogue Williams and she was I think she just had Theodore at the she time. She had. He was only a few weeks yeah. old. Isn't that mad? And now she's literally about to pop with her second because she's obviously before me. Um, she does Heart Breakfast on a Sunday, so we chat loads. So we're, we're going to try and get her back on the podcast. And um, if you want us to chat to anybody as well, we wanted to say this, then please reach out to us on um, on our Instagram and just send any suggestions over. We'd love to hear them. Yeah, definitely. And we'll see you on Friday. See you then. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.